You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have another transformative week full of planetary transits. Mars is leaving Pisces and going into its home sign, Aries, which it will be in Aries for a very long time. Um, very long time being, it will be in Aries until January, that is because Mars will be going retrograde in September. So get used to this Aries energy that we're going to have going on because it's going to be here for about a good six months, over a little over six months. Neptune is going retrograde at the beginning of this week. So we have most of the outer planets in retrograde with the exception of Uranus. Venus is going direct. Venus is going direct on the 24th, and Venus will be out of shadow by the 28th of July. So we've got a lot of transformative energy going on here. We also have some interesting configurations that are going to be going on over the weekend that are going to be pretty powerful. So yeah, this is an interesting week to say the least. And looking at some of the vibes on the graph, we have some mixed bag energies. As you start getting towards the end of the week, around the 27th and 28th, when Mars Mars goes into Aries, there's a lot going on around that point in time. Some of it has to do with those configurations and some of it has to do with the sign change. We have those retrograde planets, but for the most part, there's a lot of drive. There's a lot of ambition. There is going to be a little bit of good luck energy, a lot of enthusiasm, and also, too, there's some romantic energy in the air. The romantic energy, a lot of it has to do with just that flirty, sexual, go-getter energy that you get from that Aries energy. There's a couple of other configurations going on that have to deal with it. So romance-wise, with Venus being direct, I mean, Venus is still in shadow, so, I mean, I would still tread with caution, but for the most part, it is going to be a fun, flirty bunch of days with that energy. The only thing with this is, again, with some of those configurations I was talking about, there is some solitude energy in there. So there may be a need to just go inward completely. And the thing is, there's mix, it's mixed bag energy. So there's a mix of things going on. So it may be that you're in social settings and right now you just don't want to be social. So, and you have a little bit of that in the beginning of the week as well, when it comes down to just needing time to yourself. So take the necessary time you need to, in order to make yourself feel better because this week has some power to it. Um, it has a lot of power to it. So you're going to want to do whatever you can in order to feel better and to make yourself feel stable and calm with some of the intense energies that we have going on here. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. So yeah, right out of the gate, this week is starting off with something powerful and transformative. Neptune is going retrograde in Pisces. And on an energetic level, this is particularly powerful. Any retrograde with Neptune is powerful, but Neptune being in its home sign of Pisces makes it particularly strong. And what's going on with this is you're going to be feeling a lot of Neptunian themes, Piscean themes, 12th house themes. I mean, they're all intertwined, but this energy is intense. And I don't say that to scare, but this is definitely going to be impactful if it is aspecting anything in your chart. Neptune went shadow on March 2nd, so... 
Think back to any area of your life where you might have been experiencing anything 12th house, anything Neptunian, because that's going to be your starting point to resolve these areas. When we're dealing with Neptune, we're dealing with a lot of stuff within the mind, within the subconscious, but we're also dealing with these things on an outward level. We're dealing with our beliefs. We're dealing with our spirituality. We're dealing with crises and relationships. We're dealing with areas where we need to stand up for ourselves. Issues come up with escapism. Issues come up with our delusions and allusions to things. Areas where we lose our identity, especially in a relationship or just merging in a relationship and going so deep that you don't even know who you are anymore. We also deal with areas where we just need to face the truth overall and where we're self-sabotaging, where we're lying to ourselves. We need to fix those areas and they do come to the surface when we're dealing with Neptune retrograde. So if you're being aspected, you're going to be feeling all of these things. And this will be a long period of facing these situations so that you can resolve them. Um, it's a long period because Neptune does not go direct until November 28th. So we've got a long, a long time to work on these areas of our lives that need to be fixed. I have a separate video about Neptune retrograde and what you can expect fully. The link will be in the description. It is a re-upload from one that I had last year. This has to do with anytime Neptune goes into retrograde, no matter what year it is, no matter what sign it is in, you, anything that you can expect with Neptune retrograde will be featured in this video. So if you guys are curious, click that link down in the description box below. Late at night on the 24th, Venus is going direct finally. Venus has been in retrograde since the 13th. Venus has been in shadow since April 9th. She generally has a retrograde cycle of 40 days and 40 nights. So we have a long extended period to review relationships and job stuff, career stuff, our finances, and where we need to value ourselves for a period of time that feels like it's endless and forever, but she's finally direct and we just have the shadow period to get through, which will be July 28th will be when Venus goes out of shadow. So what can you expect now that she's direct? Expect to go over the themes that you've been going over since April 9th. April 9th was the time that she went into shadow. So we're going to be going over these things, except this time with more clarity around the situation overall. Because when it's in retrograde, when it's in shadow, there's a lot of confusion, there's a lot of uncertainty, things are not answered. So now that we're going forward over the degrees that Venus already retrograded over, we will have more clarity with these circumstances and situations with our relationships, romantic relationships especially. Because Venus has been in Gemini, there might have been stuff going on with family, particularly siblings or anything with aunts, uncles, cousins, mostly people who are considered immediate family. I mean, family sometimes could be friends. If you have friends that are like siblings, there could have been something going on with that as well. But you start to see forward movement in those situations. You start to feel as though you're gaining momentum in these situations with relationships, of course, with finances as well. Career stuff comes up with this. And if you've been in a career that you're not not happy with or there has been a passion project that, that's been on hold for a long time in terms of your career, in terms of where you want to go as far as being more creative and doing something you love and enjoy, this is going to come up and it's going to have more clarity around it and everything. So if you were confused in that area about what direction to go with your career or what you wanted to start in terms of maybe a business, this is going to give you that momentum to actually say, okay, I understand exactly the direction I need to go. I'm going to start moving that direction. I don't know how this is all going to work out, but it will work itself out, which is always nice to have that 
that clarity that you need overall to move forward. But this is a point where you're going to be accepting that some relationships are meant to go. Some jobs are not meant for you. Certain situations overall are no longer meant for you. They no longer serve you. They've outworn their usefulness in your life. So you're going to be moving in that direction and really just coming to an understanding about how to move forward. The good thing is Venus will be loosely trining Saturn. And so this is going to bring in a feeling of stability or feeling like you have some consistency at this point, feeling like you're landing on solid ground, feeling like you have support from others and just comfort on all levels when it comes down to not feeling so shaky and feeling like everything is just out of whack in your life. And Venus is still in that semi-sextile to Uranus. So you really are going to be pushing forward in your life in terms of heading towards your future and making the changes you need to and liberating yourself from what no longer works anymore. So hopefully all of you guys are experiencing this on the highest vibration and making the most of what you can out of this learning experience and, and this transformative alignment that we've all been through over the last couple of months. So here's to moving forward in our love lives and career. On the 26th, Mars is going to be at 29 degrees of Pisces. Mars is at an anoretic degree. An anoretic degree in astrology is a transitionary point. It's a karmic point. It is the place where a planet reaches the end of a zodiac sign. So we are at the 29th degree. There are 30 degrees in each sign from 00 to 29 degrees. And once it reaches 29 degrees, this is a period where we have crisis. This is a period where we have major changes and major developments. This is a period where we need to make a decision before moving to that next step, to that next phase. A lot of times these are called critical degree points because it is a time to make a choice and make a decision. The pressure is on, the pressure is mounting, and sometimes pressure is not a bad thing. Sometimes it's a, it's definitely an uncomfortable thing in this energy, but it's calling for you to step up and do whatever it is that you need to do in order to move to that next stage. And because it is the 29th degree of Pisces, we are at the end of the zodiac. Pisces is the end of the zodiac. The 29th degree is the last degree of Pisces before it moves on into Aries, which is new energy, where we separate from the collective unconscious and we move into our own personal identity. But before we can move into that selfhood, we need to get back in touch with reality and take action on the things that are no longer working for us and let go of the old ways that have held us back for a long time. On top of that, Mars is making a T-square with the nodes. So we are really having to balance these energies and filter through in order to actually get the Mars energy that we need so that we can take action and incorporate some of the energy in the, from the nodes where we can make these decisions in a reasonable manner and we update our belief systems. And again, updating your belief systems, meaning basically any old beliefs that have held you back, any old beliefs that have left you stagnant, any areas where you've been stubborn, this is your time to actually move forward from that so that way you can get to that next step. So this is truly a transitionary period for everyone. Um, and this is also, I mean, things that you'll see playing out on a global stage, there's a huge transitionary period that's coming up. When Mars is in an anoretic degree, when you're dealing with the last degrees of Pisces, you're about to see a shift, especially because it is mutable energy, and mutable energy is all about change and shifting from the old ways to a new way. So this day will feel particularly tense. This day will feel particularly triggery. And I mean, it may be a day where you're needing some time to yourself with this energy. And just be mindful and watchful of what's going on 
on around you because this energy could be a bit intense and edgy to say the least. And then on the 27th, we've got a grand cross going on with these energies all together. The moon is going to be in Virgo, which will be opposing Mars while the nodes, of course, are opposing each other. The nodes are always in opposition to one another. And what this does is it creates a mutable grand cross where you have a pair of oppositions, two oppositions, and four squares between the signs in their modality because we are dealing with a mutable modality Virgo, Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces. And all of them are at the 29th degree. So again, this is highly karmic, crucial energy. And so it's time to end things we can no longer sustain overall. This energy could be very stressful. So be aware of your surroundings with this energy. I'm not saying something bad's going to happen or anything like that, but it can be edgy energy overall, especially when you deal with change, huge change on a grand scale. So just be alert, try to be alert, um, pay attention to what's going on and happening in the media because that'll definitely speak volumes with this type of energy. If you're being aspected in some way, you're definitely going to feel this energy more intensely and on a collective level, again, we're going to see certain things play out. With the Gemini energy, this is going to be all about how we can update our environment and get comfortable with new data and new facts. With Sagittarius, this is where we can fix the areas where we brush things off or we behave as if there's nothing wrong or there's nothing going on in our lives. In other words, the areas of our lives that we didn't want to look at because it was too difficult to deal with. With the Virgo energy, we are going to want to work through what's no longer useful. We want to find a place where we can be useful overall in our own lives and as a collective. And with the Piscean energy, we are going to have to look at where we can be compassionate with ourselves and our fellow man. But as stressful as all this may seem, we have to learn how to adapt and roll with the punches and be more objective and be able to embrace change no matter what. Considering the way 2020 has been, we've all had to learn how to roll with the punches and adapt and pivot in any way we can for our lives overall, um, our careers, our relationships, just any area of our life that needed to it had to change or shift in some sort of way. We've had to learn how to roll with the punches. So with this energy, there definitely is some major changes. Again, you know, it's nothing to really be nervous about, but it's something where it's some, just be mindful of just what's going on. And you may be easily triggery that day. You may be easily thrown off plans wise and everything. And anything can throw plans off. It could be as little, anything as little as traffic or your flat iron brakes and you're not able to straighten your hair. And I'm using just practical examples because, again, I don't want to scare with this type of energy, but it could be little things. So give yourself extra time if you have important things to do on that day on the 26th and the 27th because you're going to need it because things are going to be a little bit wonky. So try to be patient with yourself and others because the energy is edgy. Speaking of edgy, that same day, Mars is going into its home sign of Aries. Mars is in domicile. Mars is where it loves to be. This is where Mars can take action. Mars in Pisces, Mars was watered down and became a bit stagnant in this energy. I'm not saying that Mars in Pisces can't work and it has its higher vibration, but this is not where Mars does its best. 
Mars does its best when it's in fire signs, and Mars does its best when it is in Aries. Mars hasn't been in its home sign of Aries since the beginning of 2019, so it's been a while, So, and Mars is going to be here for a while. Mars is going to be able to actually unpack its bags and stay here for a long time because Mars will be in Aries until January 5th of 2021, and this is because Mars will be going retrograde, and of course, I will be talking about that as we get to that point, but for right now, this is perfect energy because it is forward movement. Yes, it is edgy energy, but at the same time, it is going to give us the drive, the motivation, and the ambition we need to get things going. Mars is how we get things. Mars is how we get going. In other words, Mars is how we accelerate. So wherever your Mars is in your chart, it shows how you get started on things. It shows your acceleration in things. It shows how you actually move throughout life and how you go after what it is you desire. So with it going into Aries, this is going to put us in a place where we are embracing our selfhood and becoming confident in our own abilities. In other words, this helps us get in touch with our individuality. This helps us have the confidence to carry out tasks on our own. I'm not saying that we don't need people, but the importance of Mars and the importance of Aries is doing things on your own, doing things for yourself, leaving behind codependency and being confident in your own skin and your own personal power. This is all about separating yourself from the herd and stepping forward as an individual. Like I was saying earlier in the video, Aries energy is leaping forward from the collective unconsciousness. It's carving its own path. And in tarot, it's represented by the fool at times where you're starting a new journey, a hero's journey, and you're the protagonist in your story. It's where you go for what you want unapologetically and without any fear. You do it in a way that's courageous. You're basically stepping into your own identity and living your life for you and living a life that's authentic. Living a life where you speak your mind, living your life where you live your truth. Because with this energy, it is all about being forward. It is all about truthfulness. And sometimes that truthfulness can come out in a way that people don't like. And this is what I always say about Aries. And I'm an Aries, so I mean, I'm not making fun of my own sign or I'm not making fun of any sign. There's always a higher vibration and a lower vibration to every sign. But the thing with Aries on the lower vibration, sometimes things don't need to be said. Sometimes everything does not need to be blurted out and that makes people uncomfortable. How However, there is a point in time where you have to speak up and you have to stand up to people. There is a point where you have to tell people the truth. And with this energy, there is going to be a lot of truthfulness, good, bad, or indifferent. There will definitely be a bluntness to the air when it comes down to communication and how people are. But this is going to give you the ability to be open with people and honest with people. And in a lot of ways, sometimes that's refreshing. And at this point, we can all use the truth. Um, hopefully, it's done in the most tactful way. But sometimes, within this energy, it's not the most tactful. So that's something to be aware of. Also to be something else to be aware of with this energy is rushing into things and being too impulsive because again, this does kind of represent that tarot card, the fool too. So with the fool, it is about the hero's journey. It is about going on that adventure, but it's also about being somewhat naive and rushing into things. And sometimes that's good. And sometimes that's not good. Sometimes you do need to take a step back and take your time because there is a higher chance of doing something stupid 
it, there is a higher chance of being clumsy and tripping on your own feet and just just stuff like that that you definitely want to be aware of. Also, too, with this energy being somewhat edgy, it is reactionatory. So if something is irritating you, you might lash out. Again, also with reactionatory energy, if you need to react to something, this is going to give you the ability and the momentum to react to what you need to react to. In other words, taking action on a situation that needs you to take action, that is calling for you to take action. So so this energy will certainly get you out of your ruts if you've been in a rut, if you've been stagnant, if you haven't been moving in your life, if you've been a passenger in your life, this will help you take the action that you need to. Just try to do your best to be patient, which is hard with this energy because it is an impatient energy. There is a low tolerance for slowness and a low tolerance for bullshit or just stagnation and long-windedness. So you're really going to have to work on your patience in the best way possible under this transit. And this transit's going to be here for a while. So we are going to be dealing with this type of energy and the hyperactivity that comes with this. And at least on a romantic level, this is all about seizing the opportunity in the moment to just meet people and step forward with that. I know that that might be difficult considering we are just coming off of Venus retrograde, considering the conditions of the world. Most people are kind of like, eh, I'm taking a break from dating. And for those who aren't, this is this energy is going to cause you to be brave when it comes down to dating situations. So at least there's that and it'll be a good time. And luckily, right out the gate, Mars is making a sextile with Saturn. This is Great energy for making progress with our goals. Um, actually, looking at our long game, which sometimes in Aries energy, that's kind of hard to do because the energy is impatient and very, it's young energy. Aries is the baby of the zodiac. So there's a little bit of impatience when it comes to the energy, but it's actually going after what you need in your life and making it a reality for yourself and seizing that opportunity. And it goes in your favor with this energy. This isn't a Mars Saturn transit that actually blows up in your face. This is one with focus energy. This is one that helps you grind. This is one that actually helps you get the opportunities that you need and the opportunities that you've worked for and that you deserve. It allows for you to understand complex situations and to use your skills in the best way possible. So embrace this energy. We've got Mars here in Aries for a very long time. So we need to use this to our advantage before Mars goes retrograde and it slows down our progress because when Mars goes retrograde, this is for us to take a step back when it comes down to action, which I will be posting a video at some point about Mars retrograde and what you can expect anytime Mars is in retrograde. But anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.